Welcome to Inside the Gridiron with Jack Borowski on Podsource, your home for all things NFL-related. Welcome into the Inside the Gridiron podcast. I'm your host, Jack Borowski. On this episode, we are fortunate to be joined by Matt Lacoste. Matt is going into his fifth year in the NFL and is currently the starting tight end for last year's Super Bowl champion, New England Patriots. Matt, thanks for joining me on the podcast. Hey, Jack. Thanks for having me, man. I appreciate it. Now, Matt, to start, you're with the New England Patriots, as I said, Super Bowl champions, greatest quarterback coach duo ever. What have been your initial impressions of New England so far? I think my uh, initial impressions are just the winning culture that they create. I mean, everything, everything there is a competition, and uh, they breed that. And it's, I think it's showed up great for them. It's definitely a fun atmosphere and environment to play for because there's a lot of, there's a lot of like-minded people, which makes it really exciting and uh, honestly a lot of fun. And then you've been with, for the most part, three different organizations. What have you noticed about the off-season program that differs from the Patriots with the Broncos as well as the Giants? I think most, when it comes to off-season program, I think most teams are pretty similar. I think maybe just the workouts might differ and vary from team to team, from strength coach to strength coach. One team might run a little bit more. One team might lift a little bit more. There might be a few more meetings. But when it comes to off-season program, every team pretty much is, is pretty similar in that aspect. And then with the Patriots, you get to play with Tom Brady. What have been your thoughts so far of him? Um, he's impressive. He's impressive. Um, Great arm strength, great leader. You really see why he's uh, the greatest to ever play. He's extremely detailed, and he keeps everyone else accountable, which is a great attribute to have as a quarterback. Matt, there was always rumors swirling around that Gronk was going to retire, not retire after the season ended, but now he, he hung up the cleats. How does it feel knowing you could be taking over for one of the greatest tight ends of all time? I mean, we, we're still a very far away from that, uh, at least for camp next week. Projections are one thing, and actual realizations are, are another thing. So I still have to go in there and, and work my tail off and, and earn my spot. I, haven't, I tell everyone all the time I haven't earned anything yet. So, I mean, it's definitely Rob Gronkowski was one of the greatest, if not the greatest tight end to ever play the game. I'm sure he'll be truly missed, but uh, it's one of my jobs to go in and play to the best of my ability and give this team every uh, opportunity to win. Now, Matt, you're in the NFL, been there for a number of years, but when I looked back and I was researching, I saw that you started off by playing quarterback. Did you play there your entire career in high school? Yeah, um, I was a quarterback all in high school. Kind of one of those things where they just take me back there and uh, let me run around, kind of do what I wanted to do. Uh, it worked out. Definitely made the switch to tight end in college a little bit more difficult, but obviously it, it worked out for it worked out for the best. Did you know that the tight end position would be one you'd be playing in college when you were initially recruited? Um, I was at some schools. I was uh, recruited as a um, as a quarterback, but I don't think it was ever. A, every school pretty much wanted me as a tight end. To make a long story short, they all saw the size and the speed and. I think I had twice as many rushing yards as I did passing yards in high school. So it was, it was easy for most teams to tell me I, I had to go play tight end. And then what was the recruiting process, Matt, for you like out of high school? I, was, I mean, it was, it was pretty standard. 
junior year, University of Illinois, where I ended up playing, was my first uh, was my first offer, and then a bunch of offers came in from there. But I would say it's pretty standard, nothing too crazy, not not a not a ton of offers, but just enough to play football in the Big Ten and and have a have a decent career playing for the Illini. What about Illinois made you want to commit there? Um, it was it was close to home. I'm a big family guy. My grandparents and my parents were able to come to were able to come to most of the games, which was really nice. And a bunch of my buddies in high school actually uh, actually went to Illinois uh, with me in, our, in my recruiting class. So we kind of tried to make it a hometown thing and keep it as uh, as local as we could. So I think those were all the selling factors at Illinois. And then at Illinois, I know as a freshman, it's it's difficult for everyone to, to transition to the college game. But being that you played quarterback in high school, how difficult was it to transition to playing tight end? I'm not going to lie to you. It was, it was extremely difficult. I've never, in my entire life, I've never blocked anyone before. The receiving aspect and the route aspect came pretty natural to me. I was able to see some playing time as a freshman because of that. Um, but blocking was definitely something foreign, especially when in practice you're going up against guys like Whitney Merciless, who's now with the Texans. You have Michael Buchanan, who used to be on the Patriots. Justin Staples, who played for the Titans. When you're blocking those guys as a true freshman who's never blocked before, um, there were some long practices, but it definitely paid off. Being that it was your first year playing tight end and it's a totally new position, you have to learn how to block. Were you also put on a certain strength training program? Um, I think it was just a standard strength training program. Most uh, most college strength coaches have a program that they mold with everybody. Um, but there was definitely a different nutritional side of things. When I got to Illinois, I think I was 215 pounds. Um, and then when I left Illinois, I was 250 pounds. So it was definitely a, a gain in weight and size and speed and strength and all, all the above. But I think just the nutritional side of things and then just the continued work in the weight room definitely uh, helped me on that side. And then going into college, did you have an idea that you'd be mostly utilized in a certain way? Did Illinois have an idea of what you were going to be throughout your college career, whether it be blocking or making that transition later on to being a receiving tight end as well? Yeah, I don't think they had an idea, and I don't think I had an idea either. I played for, in four years, I played for uh, three different, four different offensive coordinators. So it was it changed every single year. My freshman year, I was more of a passing threat just because my blocking wasn't phenomenal. Sophomore year was kind of useful. Junior year was big time receiving year, and then senior year it was a lot of blocking. So it just it changed. It changed from year to year, and I think it actually that actually helped me in the NFL because it helped me be the multiple player I am today. And with that, was having to transition to different coaches year in and year out, different systems. Would you say that that was the toughest part about the college football experience for you? I mean, it definitely didn't make it easier, but there's there's no excuse there. I mean, I wish we didn't I wish we didn't change offense coordinators so much because then it would have meant we would have won a little bit more. But I think it actually, in the long run, helped me because I was able to learn and grasp so many different offenses that learning a playbook in the NFL kind of came more natural to me as a rookie and as I continue into my fifth year. And then being at Illinois, you guys are playing a lot of difficult competition, Matt. Did you have a toughest college team that you played throughout your four-year career? Toughest college team? Oh, that's a good one. Um, 
trying to think. Uh, Wisconsin always was really tough to beat. I just have to say probably Michigan. Um, I mean, Ohio State. Ohio State is obviously Ohio State. Like they uh, they beat up on us pretty good. Like in the year we hung with someone, they were one in the nation. But then they had a little too much firepower in the second half. But yeah, probably Michigan. Michigan got the best of us, especially early in my career. And after that, your four-year career. At what point did you feel? All right, I have an opportunity, a chance to play in the NFL. Um, I'd have to say probably after my junior season in college. It took it took a little bit. I never, I never really fully thought about it. I think I was just more focused on trying to play because the first part of my college years, I, I wasn't playing a whole bunch, at least my sophomore year. And so, I say after my junior year, I think it really started to hit home that I might have an opportunity to play. I think they just added motivation, and it was a pretty cool experience to be able to see that your the hard work can lead to a potential opportunity. Was it your coaching staff telling you that? Were agents? Where did you get the idea? All right, I have a chance. Uh, it was kind of our our offensive coordinator kind of got the wheels going in my head, and then we had we had scouts coming to practice and everything, and that's when you you kind of look in the mirror and say, oh, this is this is kind of real, and then to have a I had a pretty good junior year and more people started talking and so it was just kind of a it was a build-up there I wouldn't say there was an like an aha moment but uh there was definitely a build-up when you could see it and then Matt after your college career you had your pro day what was the pro day experience like for you yeah I mean overall it was a it was a good experience I had a really good pro day but it was was a little nerve-wracking because I mean I wasn't a highly thought after not a first round draft pick or anything like that. So I didn't have the combine or all all that stuff to kind of show what I have. So kind of you have this one moment to show teams what you can do and how athletic you are. So there's definitely some some nerves involved in that. But overall it was a great experience. It was awesome to have some of my teammates there with me. All the coaches and scouts were they showed us a lot of respect and were very kind and yeah, I think it was it was an overall good experience and one that I'll definitely never forget. And with the pro day, for every player trying to make it to the NFL, it's a really nerve-wracking as well as an important time. So how did you train or prepare for your pro day? Yeah, I went I went up to a training facility up in Chicago called EFT. And they definitely, I mean, just you work on the stuff so much for so many weeks over and over where it kind of, kind of becomes natural to where you're, you're nervous, but you've done it so many times where you know you can perform. So I think the guys at EFT definitely definitely helped me out. And, I mean, at the end of the day, the pro day is a test, and it helped me pass the test. And I'm very thankful that we were able to get hooked up with them, and I'm very thankful for the trainers and support staff over there. And, Matt, did you know that the Giants had interest in you before the draft? Uh, no, I had no, I had no idea. I thought maybe there were a few other teams I thought might have had interest, but yeah, definitely. I don't think I talked to the Giants once in the entire process, so it was definitely a surprise. Matt, what was it like to sign a contract with the Giants? Um, for all the people who are listening, I was I was an undrafted free agent. I didn't get drafted that day, and so when I signed, I I still didn't feel like I made it because I'm signing to a 90 man roster and they only keep 53, so. It's one of those things where you feel like you still have a lot to prove and a lot to earn, which is 100% true. So I don't think it hit me then. Honestly, it still hasn't hit me. So it's still kind of just still working working towards getting better. And being that you were undrafted, do you use that as extra motivation 
Oh, I'm 100%. Uh, I think every undrafted kid does. It definitely is a pride a pride thing. We'll all say like, yes, we would have all loved to go first in the first overall in the NFL draft. Good money, good job security, but there is definitely a sense of pride and a sense of ownership and being an undrafted kid and being able to make the team and continue to play so many years because it's it's definitely a it's a difficult thing to do and it's it's not for everybody and it's. So there is a sense of pride just because of how difficult it actually is to make a team as an undrafted rookie free agent. And I know you had numerous offensive coordinators in college, but there's definitely a transition to the NFL game. What was training camp like for you your first year as a member of the Giants? The first day I tore my hamstring and they sent me home. And then they signed me back about eight weeks later, they signed me back. So I had a pretty short-lived training camp my rookie year, but they gave me a second opportunity and it paid off. And I'd say probably my second year training camp. I mean, it's it's tough. You're there all day long. You're practicing against people who are just as athletic, if not more athletic than you. And it's definitely a tough thing that you have to go through, but that that's what makes or breaks you for the season. And what did you learn from that whole experience, not having that first full training camp, having to sit out? It taught me how much I appreciated what I wanted to do for a living. Because when I was when I was home, I didn't know if I was ever going to play again. I don't know. I didn't know if I was ever going to play organized sports again. So I started just thinking about what I want to do for the rest of my life. And that's when you kind of have a moment with yourself. And that's when I realized exactly what I want to do for my life. So I focused everything I had to get healthy, get better, and get back on the field. And thankfully, the Giants called me back and gave me a second opportunity because if they didn't, I don't, I don't know if I would have gotten another opportunity. Did you have an idea that they were going to bring you back? No, I, I had no idea. Like I, like I told you, I, I thought my career was done. I thought I was done. So very, very, very thankful and always have a large amount of respect for the Giants for that. And with that, you played for the Giants, but then afterwards transitioned to the Denver Broncos. How was the adjustment to Denver? No, there's the altitude change and and being in a new system. What was the adjustment like playing in Denver? Yeah, I mean, when it comes to the altitude, every everyone's gonna have that. It'll take you about three, three, four weeks to actually get used to it. And I mean, you're just as you're just as tired as you always are, but it just takes you that much longer to recover. But you get used to it, and honestly, when you play there, it becomes an advantage for you especially when you play away games, actually, because you're in that much better condition. But just the transition is just getting to know your teammates and coaches again, and honestly, it's, it's a respect thing. It's meeting a new group of guys who have been there and trying to earn their respect. That's still what I'm trying to do in New England, trans- transitioning from Denver to the Patriots. I have to earn everybody's respect in that locker room. That's the big thing, um, is once you can get that, then you start building on relationships and the playbook's Playbooks are all pretty, all pretty similar in the NFL. There's, there's more or less here and there, but once you've learned one playbook, it's, you can pick them up pretty good. It's honestly just earning respect and trust of your teammates and your coaches. And Matt, for the last question, you're going to be playing hopefully in New England this year. As of now, what are your goals for training camp, preseason, then this upcoming season? I think training camp. And the season, like I just like I just said, and can't harp on it enough, is just earning the respect and the trust of my teammates and coaches. Once once you can do that, 
the team is solid. As long as everyone can see that the team is solid, have a successful season, get to the playoffs, play, play the best we can, play the best fall we can late in the year, earn what we get in training camp, and then hopefully everything turns out well in the end. And uh, just work hard, have fun, play well, play as a team, and, and see what happens. Well, I appreciate your time, Matt, and good luck in training camp and the rest of the way. I appreciate it, Dak. You just listened to Inside the Gridiron with Jack Borowski on PodSource. If you liked what you heard, be on the lookout for more inside scoop into the NFL. Also, follow the show on Twitter at the gridiron underscore NFL for all things football related. This is Jack Borowski signing off.